to a special video episode of A Little On The Long Side. Uh, per the usual, I'm John Purchase. With me today is Jim Henderson, owner and president of William C. Huff Companies. And we are joined today by Steve Feldman, CEO and founder of Renovation Angel. Welcome to you both, gentlemen. Thanks for the invite. Glad to be here. Thanks, John. It's good to see you. Indeed. It's good to be seen. Uh, today, we are uh, going to be talking about the downsizing movement. We've touched on this before, but we have some exciting things to bring up for everyone today. Uh, but the downsizing movement, who and how it affects folks, uh, and how people can take advantage of what's going on with it. Um, to kick us off, Steve, tell us a little bit about Renovation Angel, uh, how, you've, how the company has grown over the years, and uh, just give us some broad strokes. Well, quick history. Uh I was in the rock and roll radio business. I was a DJ. When I left, I was the Clear Channel Senior Marketing Manager in Providence, Rhode Island. I'm also a recovered addict for 32 years. I went to do fundraising for addiction recovery in Greenwich, Connecticut. My one good donor lost 30 million in the stock market in 2001. She said, here's your last check, good luck. Came out of that meeting, saw a sign in her next door neighbor's driveway who happened to be the queen of Iran. And it said, demolition in progress. So I drive up to this Rockefeller mansion and it was gone. And that's when I had the idea. Maybe I could earn the money for charity rather than asking for it by selling kitchens, fixtures, furniture, artwork out of managed mansions being demolished. So miraculously, the Greenwich Time newspaper heard about the idea from a real estate agent, did an article, and I got 36 phone calls. Hedge fund managers, architects, builders, designers. Well, that was 19 years ago. And today we've become the nation's leading recycler of kitchens, renovation items, furniture, artwork, you name it. It's fantastic, and that's quite a jump out of one into the other. Yes, it definitely was a jump. And Jim, we know uh, uh, we know what William C. Huff does. We've talked about it on uh, the Little on the Long Side podcast on many times. Hit us with the broad strokes as well, just so for any new folks who have not uh, come up to speed yet, so they know what's happening. Hey, thanks, John. I'll keep it uh, quick for those that have heard me speak about our company and downsizing. We've had the business 32 years. Uh, we started as just two guys in a truck, basically, and we've uh, uh, gradually grown into a company where we take care of some of the larger estates uh, in the country. And uh, we, we started looking at downsizing uh, just, uh, just after 2010. We started noticing that m more people were getting rid of things and uh, downsizing their homes, then there were upsizing. The first 25 years of the business, we were, it was almost always upsizing. We were, we were adding uh, people to bigger homes and it was great because uh, there was a place for everything. And, uh, and then we started seeing the trend. We track a lot of the data and we started seeing the trend in 2012, roughly. It really started uh, seeing that. In fact, I was interviewed for by Wall Street Journal, by one of the writers on, uh, there was a, a specialist in real estate, and she interviewed me on what downsizing was. And back in 2012, only eight years ago, a lot of people never heard of it, didn't really know what it was, but it's sort of like what Steve was saying, it's people 
that have gotten to a point where they're either demolishing or remodeling something or just getting things out and going to uh, multiple locations rather than one large estate. And in the process, there's, there's a lot of sifting through. So that's where we're at today. And um, we can go into more details on that, but that's how we got into the, the, the downsizing from just moving in storage. There's a little bit more to it. Yeah, Steve, how, how, did, how have you seen the upsizing and downsizing trends over the years affect your business and what you're doing? What, have your clients historically been downsizing out of larger homes or what, what's the, the status been with you? Well, that's a great question. So when I had the idea in 2001, that's when the demolition boom in Greenwich was going on. And we were originally called Green Demolitions because what was going on is uh, just like the Queen of Iran's uh, home, which got purchased by somebody else, they tore down a 10,000 square foot mansion, replaced it with an 18,000 square foot mansion. So we saw a lot of upsizing going on, you know, perfectly good homes being replaced with homes two, three, maybe five times their size. So that really existed from like 2001 to 2008, where you had the banking crisis. After the banking crisis, it was a very much a different world. Obviously, the financial world got rocked. You stopped seeing a lot of this demolition activity. You saw more renovation activity. We changed our name to Renovation Angel. And now the, the, the trends are to like smaller homes, smarter homes, more energy efficiency. And also the boomers are getting older and they're starting to say, hey, we're empty nesters. We're, we don't need 10,000 square feet. We'd be happy with 5,000 or 4,000 or one home rather than three homes. You, you mentioned uh, uh, donation is a, is a key aspect of, of your business model. Talk a little bit more about that and, and how that factors in with your, with your program. So, you know, historically, when people think of donating, they think about giving something away and getting nothing back. So Renovation Angel is changing the way people look at donations. First of all, we do free white glove professional removal. And, you know, we even background check all of our crews with a full-time manager at the CIA that we met through our state management association. So that's unheard of in the charity world. But most importantly, and the big financial gain is, is that we have contacted third-party independent appraisers that will value these items so the homeowners can take upwards of $100,000 or $200,000 tax deductions for when they're making large furniture, kitchen, or renovation donations. That's right. And you have people on staff that take care of the bulk of that work on their behalf, correct? Correct. So, you know, a big word for us is facilitate. So, you know, we don't do the appraisals, but we facilitate the appraisals. How do we do this? We set up a, our own inspector to come and get all the data for the appraiser so that they can make an accurate assessment of what the fair market value is for these goods. We also, in some cases, the appraisers will go on site, but we're doing this nationwide. So we have found ways to give people, you know, a ballpark estimate, we call it a net value estimate of how much they're gonna save on their tax savings, how much they're gonna save on their removal pack and transport savings. We show them what their appraisal cost is gonna be. And at the end of the day, you've got savings. You know, if it's a kitchen, it could be 10 to 50,000. If it's a kitchen, renovation items, furniture, it could be six figures and as much as they're giving away. Oh, that's fantastic. You mentioned uh, that you were a part of the Domestic Estate Management Association as, as were Jim and, and myself with William C. Hupp. And if I'm not mistaken, that's how you two met, right? Yes. Um, in fact, when I first 
uh, saw Jim. I didn't get a chance to meet him. I, I like to rib him about this. Uh, he was doing a seminar on downsizing, and the room was packed. And it was so packed that I couldn't even go up at the end of the meeting and you know shake his hand and introduce myself. I had to be introduced to him six months later in Naples at a dinner, and and then I I finally was able to you know get to know Jim, and we've been friends ever since. Um, so. You know, Jim is really a pioneer when it comes to the whole downsizing concept, understanding the demographics, the trends, and then, you know, coming up with really good solutions. How much, how much of that, that talk in Los Angeles do you recall? Uh, not much. Uh, I don't remember meet, seeing Steve, though. There was a big crowd there, but uh, we, we joke about it to this day. What's, uh, what's interesting is, I, I think, one of the things that uh, when we did meet in Naples and, and, and I got to know Steve personally, what was really unique about uh, our friendship and, and it's, it's continued over the years was that we, we had a, a shared vision of uh, basically people and uh, taking care of people and doing the right thing by people, and, but also a, a, a clear concern for the environment and a clear concern for community. And, and what was really great, and I didn't know it at the time because I was focused on downsizing and, and Steve was focused on saving the planet by not sending all this stuff to the landfill, but also to community. But our paths a few years later would connect and we actually did some business uh, with Steve uh, a while back. And um, it was just really neat because we, we knew that we cared about the same things in the same way but we didn't know how these paths were going to come back together. And uh, that sort of uh, has shown up in the, in the last year. Uh, just it's, it, it's a lot of this is coming to fruition. We didn't, we didn't see it at the time. The seeds were planted for, for us and, and, uh, and, and here we are today. Well, we know it's, a, as you said, it's been a few years since we've done our first projects together with Steve on sort of a, a less official basis than where we are now. Uh, which actually gets me to the reason for our chat today, which of course is a product downsizing help. Uh, I'd like to throw it out to one of you. Uh, give us your definition, a, a description of downsizing help, what exactly it is and how people can take advantage of it. I'll let Steve take the lead on that and I'll see, I'll fill in the blanks. Perfect. Well, you know, downsizing is a, could happen in a few different metrics. It could be just going from a larger home to a smaller home. It could be reducing the number of properties you have from three down to one or two. So, you know, really you're talking about, you know, downsizing happens in all economic brackets. But, you know, uh, Jim gave me some really good advice about seven years ago you know, he, he said, Steve, you know, I think if you're going to grow Renovation Angel, you really need to look at like the luxury markets and focus there. And when we took his advice to heart and we started our whole rebranding. And so if we're really talking in the luxury markets, downsizing, you know, you're talking about going from that 20,000 square foot mansion down to 7,000 foot, you know, uh, luxury apartment in a destination market. Um, you know, one of my really good clients, just you know, sold his home in Southampton. Um, in fact, you know, it, it, those are his goal records on, on the wall, not mine. Uh, as much as I'd love them to be mine, uh, you know, he donated them to our nonprofit when he, uh, you know, sold his 
mansion in Southampton. Um, he did another big renovation project three years ago in New York City. So, and he also lives in Palm Beach. So you get the idea, you know, he went from three homes to two. So downsizing is really, uh, you know, limiting your own footprint. Um, and, and with that comes a lot of valuable items. And the big question is what to do with it. And I think that's a good baton pass back to Jim. Yes, yes. And, and, and what's, what's really unique about the, the relationship that we have is, again, I think I'm going to go back to the people uh, relationships and, and then the environment and community, because that's the, the glue that holds it all together. But in amongst all of that, uh, again, uh, Steve said I keep, collect the data. I'm obsessive about data, as John knows, and, and I kept data on our company since we started almost uh, 33 years ago. And the trend that we saw, as Steve said, after a certain point, it, 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 some of it's economics, but it's also age. Uh, according to the U.S. Census Bureau in 2010, we, we realized there's 100 million people back 10, uh, 10 years ago that were over the, uh, the age of uh, 59 years old, 100 million. What we had been experiencing as a company, everyone was upsizing and, and they were building the bigger houses, they were getting more houses, they were doing all of those things. And there still are people doing that, but that's not the, that's not the masses, that's not the bulk of it. And so we have this, this tipping point where you get up to the top and, and all of a sudden things start going downhill. The great thing about upsizing and, and building the bigger house, tearing down the small one and putting the bigger, we, we get involved with that here at William C. Huff. And those are fairly innocuous. They're easy. You've got so much room, everything fits. But now when you start bringing it down, it's, and it's, it's 35 years, 40 years of collections. And they're in these homes and they're in these estates. And in the, 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 what we're seeing and what we realize is that the millennials and the younger boomers and 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 what's the generation below millennials the john it's oh my goodness i'm not i couldn't tell you what the uh, what gen x gen, 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 no, gen x is before millennials the z's yeah. the z's the z's i think or is gen z's gen y gen, yeah they're not they're not they're not wanting these things that that my parents or or my older brother or sister i'm a baby boomer steve steve's one we're not collecting these things uh, we're, we're, when when our parents move on and they dance it's where do we put the stuff where does it go and so what we're finding and we started seeing that with William C Huff is we're now we're a resource they're saying do you know where we can get rid of this stuff and in the back in the day it was uh, consignment or uh, yard sales I mean we, <laughs> but uh, even even auction houses but now that there's so many, and this is really a trend in, in the past three years that we've seen, John, is the, the, the funnel is, is getting narrower and there's more and more stuff coming, trying to get pushed through it. There's no place for it to go. So when Steve, this is, I may be getting ahead of myself, but when Steve called me about a year ago, we were talking about some things business-wise. He was talking about what he was doing with his business. And we're about at that age where we're wondering what we're going to do when, when we retire. And uh, we were talking in parallel conversations about two businesses that are experiencing things that are so unique and, and, and not realizing how uh, concentric this was going to be. Over the past year, Steve and I have spent quite a bit of time, and the more we spend time talking about it, there's a synergy with this whole environment and um, community 
that is, it, it, it's mushrooming. It, it, it's happening in a big way. That hundred million people with all that stuff is, is what Steve and I are talking. That's why we're really uh, uniting with uh, downsizing help because that's what we want to convey as a message to our, our clients and to the public as we put this into our website and we start educating people is we're here to help. And Steve's got 19 years in the community and donation side. And, and we've got 30 years in the logistics side. And um, so we've got all of the tools to help uh, facilitate Steve's renovations. He's got all the tools to help make it easy for clients to uh, find a home for these things and get a, a benefit for it and keep it from going to the landfill. These are key elements of, of the partnership that, that we're forming uh, that we see moving forward. Now, Jim, that's a really good point. And, and I think the relevance of Renovation Angel working with William C. Hoff and in the whole downsizing help concept is that luxury donations are a wonderful alternative to everything else that's out there. And, you know, when you think about, you know, these uber wealthy and high net worth individuals, and then when they go to try to find homes for the stuff, they're really do-it-yourselfers because now what's happening? It's like, who can I give this to? What family member? I now have to go find three or four consignment stores. I have to find two or three auction houses. Now, if you're lucky enough to have an estate manager, that's becoming a really big responsibility for your estate manager to ride herd on this while they have all this other responsibility. If you don't have an estate manager, you've just given yourself a really large job assignment. So what Renovation Angel is proposing as a very smart alternative is donation. So we pay for all the removal pack and transport. We facilitate your appraisal so you get your tax deduction and we make sure all the tax paperwork gets completed correctly. We're always in advisement with financial advisors, accountants, and it's a circular economy. So if you compare the two and, and Jim thankfully just gave us a wonderful project in Naples. It was a 12,000 square foot penthouse and this was a real life example. They were going down the let's auction it route and then they started to see, oh, we're gonna have to pay all the removal and packing. Oh, it's going to an auction. There's a real question of what we're gonna get at the end of the day from the auction. Our model is we'll pay that removal and trucking bill. You donate it, we'll find you an appraisal company. We offered two different appraisal companies. They selected one and they were so pleased with how fast everything got done. And now they're done. They are done with this process as opposed to, oh, gee, half the stuff didn't sell at auction. Now, what do we do? Jim, can you hold on to it at your warehouse? Or I gotta now go pay for storage. I gotta go move it somewhere. Oh, I gotta take it back. Take it back where, you know? And with, with the downsizing, with the avalanche that's coming with downsizing, it's just not gonna be practical. And the other X factor is that wonderful feeling that, wow, my donation helped create jobs. I helped protect the environment. I helped others because Renovation Angel's mission is to take some of our proceeds and give it back to charities helping homelessness, youth at risk, and other charitable ventures. Yeah, was there a specific, what was the impetus? What was the, the reason to start the partnership now between William C. Huff and Renovation Angel and to offer this downsizing help product? Was there one thing in 
in uh, particular that that popped out to either one of you or was it just a good timing type situation i personally think it was timing because we've done some projects in the past and it was steve would have us when, when he was doing a, a project for one of our builders like uh, kurt's homes or whatnot and uh, they know that we do white glove uh, service and we know how to handle higher end items uh, so we were we were just a, a, a partner in terms of a resource, a trusted resource to help him because Steve does do this around the country. And you know, anywhere within an hour or two, we'd send our guys over and, and make sure it was taken care of and got on the trucks and, and shipped uh, uh, appropriately to wherever he needed it to go. But in the last year, I think the thing that really, it's Steve and I were talking about, believe it or not, exit strategies. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, because we we have good businesses and 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 we're like okay what are we what are we gonna do and and we were talking in this parallel conversation about three or four years from now and what can we do and and then he mentioned that he's been asked more and more for whole house donations not just the cabinets which was was his bread and brother butter and and. Um, and I and I said you're going to see more of that as as people just want to liquidate. They just don't want to deal with it. And because get remember, there's a hundred million people now all going into that funnel, and there's fewer and fewer places uh, that will consign and whatnot. And and so as we were talking about it, it was like, wow, if if what he's done with building up this this easy appraisal uh, donation thing has been so successful and what we know about the business with no place to put this stuff. But we started talking about, well, let's, let's see what happens when we put the two concepts together and help people, not just help them, but really get the word out and educate them that there is a way to get it done simple and easy. Steve mentioned the 12,000 square foot penthouse. We were called in last minute to buy a designer they were going to get an auction. They were going to do this, and, and I'm getting calls from from Cincinnati from an auction house. And can you put this stuff in your warehouse? I'll just do an auction for three or four days at your warehouse. And I'm like, not in my warehouse. And and, and I'm thinking, wow, if, if if people have to go through all this, and and again, family members are all over the place. Uh, maybe nobody's even at the house. It's a manager, as Steve mentioned, a house manager or an estate manager has to deal with all this. There's too many logistics and they've sold it and somebody wants to renovate and they want the builders to start tomorrow. So being able to make it simple, easy, efficient, profitable for the, the builder, the designer, the homeowner, that they don't even have to pay to get rid of this stuff. The tax uh, consequence can be 30, 35%. For, for most of our clients, and $100,000, $35,000 off your taxes is a big savings. And uh, the, the uh, penthouse that we're talking about, it was gonna be close to $25,000 for the designer slash homeowner. Somebody was gonna pay for us to get all that furnishing out, but as it turned out, they were able not just to get the kitchen items, but most of the household items that they didn't want get a great tax deduction for the family and not have to pay all of that money from the designer or from the builder, the homeowner to get rid of this stuff. Uh, Steve took care of that. So it was, it, 
it, we started seeing that and, and almost instantly we started getting all these projects. And, and I think that's the trend. And um, again, it's, it's making it easy and simple. And we see this crescendo, this, this wave coming. And it's kind of exciting because we were saving, what, Steve, you were, we, we had the numbers on uh, landfill per, per house and, and, and so many tons per, per square foot. If you've got a 6,000 square foot house, it's, it's uh, close to 10,000 pounds of stuff that if you can't consign it, nobody wants it, it might end up in a landfill. And, but when it's a donation, people will buy it for a fraction of what it really would be anywhere else. And they're helping a charity out there's a that's the outlet the, the 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 charities getting a donation really motivates people to buy those things and to re re, re um, allocate those and repurpose them whereas if they go to a consignment store they're just haggling over something and but when you're buying something that you know is being uh, donated to a charity it's a, it's a much better benefit absolutely and and the downsizing phenomenon also exists in this penthouse scenario the people who sold the penthouse walked away from all their stage furniture. So that's another way to downside. It's like, great, you're buying this multi-million dollar penthouse or a state home or mansion, and it's coming fully furnished because I don't want to deal with it. So now the buyer has to figure out, not only am I trying to schedule my builder and get this renovation done by November 1, because I want to be back in Naples for Thanksgiving, but I've been left with all this furniture, lighting, artwork that I don't really care about. It's not my stuff, it's not my style, and what do I do? And that's where, you know, what Jim is doing with William C. Hoff, what Renovation Angel is doing, becomes the complete circle. So it's first you have to come up with the solution, which Renovation Angel does. Then you have the logistics, which William C. Huff provides with making this stuff move from point A to point B, and then wrapping everything up so that the homeowner gets the maximum financial benefit. So what Jim and I are doing is really parallel and, and what, we, what we're creating with Downsizing Help is a model for planning. And this is where the ultra high net worth individuals and families can say, okay, we know we're gonna move next year, two years. And they start working this into their planning as a financial savings and a logistical savings. Yeah, we, we actually sat down, uh, uh, Steve and I worked out just a scenario about what does an average, let's say 6,000 square foot house, we'll take one in the middle, and what does that really save? And we, we, we did a kind of a workshop and we we're looking at all of these things. And even if it's, it, it, they're just selling that 6,000 square foot house, uh, they don't want it, the, the kids don't want it, the, we we're looking at who saves and, and what do they save? Well, one of the things is if, if say the parents have been there for 30 years and they got all this stuff and now they're gonna sell a 6,000 and get a 1,500 square foot condo up north and then a 1,500 square foot condo in the south for the winter, but none of this stuff that they've collected for 35 years they want. Now they gotta get family members in from across the country. They gotta fly in for a week, sort through all this stuff. And we started thinking about where this will go, not just with the ultra high net worth and, and high net worth people, but people that have massive collections of things and don't know where to start. And, and again, these auction houses, some of them are good, some of them 
come in and they, they pick up these collections of things for nothing. And, 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 and what we really need is a, a vetted way of getting the appraisal done, which Steve has, so that if there is something of value, we can earmark that. And that, that gets taken care of accordingly because you don't want to be giving away a million dollar stamp in a collection somewhere because somebody just didn't want to deal with it. But at the same time, you don't want to be paying the, the, the fee for moving something uh, what you think is a Chippendale original armoire from New York to California and find out when it gets there that it was a fake and it's only worth about 500 bucks and it costs you $2,500 to get it there and you pay, you know, a ridiculous amount of money through, through uh, an auction house. So simplifying it, keeping it safe, having it be with vetted people, even on the smaller scale and making it easy so that the family members don't have to fly out for a week. Maybe they spend a weekend and they just go through the personal things because we can arrange and, and we're looking into the future too as we streamline this and digitize it and make it a little bit easier that it will be available for not just uh, the, the high net worth and ultra high net worth, but anyone who wants to save time and money. Yeah, that, that was my next question was who, who can take advantage of, of downsizing help? Who, who is this product aimed at? Well, I mean, you can take this scenario and apply it. You know, if you're if you are high net worth, you know, you could go through the renovation angel William C. Huff solution, but you can take the same concepts and really create your own scenario um, by just using the principles. And 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 I think downsizing help is gonna have, you know, opportunities for people to do platinum, gold, silver, and bronze level downsizing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we will have, for uh, those wondering, uh, links on both William C. Up website and Renovation Angel website on uh, some basic information about the programs and contact numbers to call uh, if you want to speak about it. What's the best way for somebody to get started in this process? Say, you know, I, I own a 5,000 square foot home or, or even a 3,000 or a 2,000 square foot home. What's the best way to get started in the downsizing process before engaging downsizinghelp.com. And I'll throw this out to both of you because I think you both probably have experience just in different areas. Well, you know, it doesn't matter whether they start with Renovation Angel, they start with William C. Huff because they're gonna end up with the same solution. You know, right. if they start with us, we do an assessment, uh, an estimated assessment from pictures they can send us or a real estate link. And we start to say, what are the items that you're looking to donate. Okay, you're renovating your kitchen. We give you an estimate of what you're going to save there. Oh, you have 20 more pieces of furniture. We give you an estimate on that. And then, you know, we then kick it to William C. Huff to be our moving partner on the move. So, and if it comes through Jim, then he does his estimates and then he comes to us for our estimates. Right. Yeah, there's see the, the, the there's the the logistic side of it, which is uh, the the side that uh, Renovation Angel doesn't see a lot of. We see it because it's so um, multi-layered and multifaceted. Because particularly when you're trying to involve family members, auction houses, appraisals, and all of that, it becomes very time-consuming. And so uh, when somebody is thinking about say retiring, think about the things that cause you to downsize. Retirement is one of them. 
uh, illness of a loved one, an elderly, is going to cause you to have to downsize. And sometimes it's very sudden. And, and the older we get, the more stubborn we are and the more we don't want to downsize. We're going to hang on to these things. So it's more than just, okay, we're going to get it appraised and, and William C. Huff's going to show up with a truck and get this stuff out. It's more, how can we make this easy for these people with their particular situation? Um, and did someone die? Uh, you know, there's a, there's some emotional attachment. There's 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 more than just the 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 the, the facts and the, the, all of that. There's there's walking through that in a timely and efficient manner, in a way that's efficient and fair to all parties combined. And and what we're seeing when they do not have these um, directions, these uh, tried and true directions that that's, uh, in, in uh, principles that Steve has and that we have on how to do the logistics, how to do the appraisal, how to get the best uh, value for these clients, save the environment. And those, it's all over the place. You, you've, you, you've got one person doing one thing, a family member wants to do this, and, 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 and the realtors got their ideas on what to do. And, and we just did a, another downsize for a fellow. We lost his home. He's been a client for many years. And uh, between the realtor and his, and his advisors and everything, it cost him at least 30 to 40% more in terms of logistics and time because we weren't, I don't want to say in control, but if we had been involved at in the beginning and we'd had a partnership with a renovation agent, I think we could have saved time and money and the client would have had more free time to uh, grieve the loss of his wife and do other things other than being told by two or three other people, this is what you need to do, which isn't really what he needed to do, but that's the way they saw it from their perspective. And so sure. there's, just being able to make it easier and, and simple, uh, making that call to uh, downsizing help. And again, it's really about unveiling this concept and getting people to buy into there are simple, efficient solutions. You know, Jim hits on a really important point. And I don't think people think about this so much, but downsizing is a specialty. You know, it's like, you know, if you're going to get your BMW fixed, you bring it to a BMW mechanic, you know, but when people think about downsizing, everybody thinks, oh, I can do this myself, or I know what I'm doing. And they really don't, you know, I have so many stories I can tell, like one about nine months ago, this was a billionaire client in New York, they had gone to a bunch of different charities, and the charity said, oh, you can take about a third of the value on your tax donation. They didn't say anything about an appraisal. So, if they had given their beautiful designer furniture to one of these charities nine months later when it's tax time their accountant would say okay uh where's your paperwork for your donation oh well, we we have this blank slip of paper with 20 items on it well you can only take five thousand dollars as opposed to the hundred thousand dollars you should have taken because you didn't get an appraisal that's just one example so there's so many nuances to downsizing the right options the right choices and people don't know and the thing is a lot of real estate agents don't know a lot of financial advisors don't know builders don't know what what the the current mode of operating is throw it in the dumpster give it to a consignment store give it to auction or just give it away and you know i came up with what i call the three d's that everybody wants to avoid the first one's the dumpster that's just dumb you're gonna end up spending money, it's bad for the environment. The second one is what I call devalue, and this is what goes on all the time. Well, this auction house 
sold my stuff, but they only got pennies on the dollar. Or a bunch of people came in and took it from me and I got very little. They, yeah. they, I sold it for under fair market value. The third thing that happens, and it happens a lot more than anybody wants to talk about, is what I call disappear. That's the third D. And that is, it's a you know 10,000 square foot mansion. The owners are in Chicago. They're moving to Naples or Palm Beach. And you know, the contractors, the demo contractors, the asbestos contractors are having a field day. Oh, I'll take that range. I'll take that sub-zero. Good. I could use a set of cabinets. Oh, I'm selling this stuff on Craigslist. Oh, give me all the lighting. I got a little side business going on. I actually had somebody tell me that eight years ago. It blew my mind. I was like, oh, you know, we do kitchen recycling. Well, my in-laws are taking this stuff and selling it out of the garage. They're bored. So I'm saying, oh, so you're actually taking your clients' kitchens, giving them to your in-laws, not telling your clients what you're doing. You're running a, a side hustle. I was like, wait a minute. This is like the kitchen bath. This is like high-end designers, builders. They're, they're treating this like, oh, this is like a free-for-all. Like, oh, let's go get some stuff for our second homes. And, and you know, Jim's laughing and I'm laughing. But like, if you're the homeowner, you know, I always say, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a billionaire. It doesn't mean that people should rip off your renovation site i mean yeah. come on like we're empowering the super wealthy to make an informed choice i mean they didn't get to all this wealth because they were making bad choices they were making right. good choices but when it comes to renovations and downsizing they don't know because they're not being advised with people who have their best interest right. jim has their best interest i have their best interest i mean when jim gives them the quote He's then going to take that quote and go, well, Steve's paying for it. I just took your name off the invoice and I put Steve's name on the invoice. Oh, right. wow. That's really great. I got this all done for free. How did you do that? Oh, it just cost me the appraisal. The appraisal is about 25% of what the bill would have been to move all this stuff. Wow. This is brilliant. And then I got the good feeling that, wow, I kept 35 people working here in New Jersey. And as we scale this thing, we're talking hundreds, thousands of jobs around America. And who wants to buy this stuff? Well, a lot of Americans right now are under financial pressure due to the pandemic. They're looking for aftermarkets. You know, the aftermarkets exploded after the banking crisis and the aftermarkets are gonna explode now. So really downsizing help, you know, I always like to start with the pyramid. Start with the super wealthy and then it trickles down as best practice for the rest of the country. He, he took that from me, you know, about seven years ago. I, I, I know he did, because I remember talking to him. But I want to echo what Steve's saying in that um, the, 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 the last place you want to be is needing to renovate, downsize, not having thought about it soon enough so that, so that it's done in a way that it's a win-win-win for everybody. Exactly what Steve said, the, the uh, people, John, John knows we're in the business from the furnishing side. People are just coming in and wanting this and wanting that. We, uh, I'll tell you, we had one, one of our really f big, big downsizes early, early on. And uh, there was two couches and, and uh, apparently everything in the house, we, 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 we moved, we handled, we did all the logistics, except these two couches and apparently the new homeowner bought them with the house um, for a, a price, they were very expensive. And so the client's away, China for a, a month or so with her son, and they come back and, and the dust is settled. And, and she finds out that the homeowner that bought the house, who loved these, gave them to the mover. 
as part of the pay cost for the move. It wasn't us, by the way, that moved the, 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 the people into the house that we moved our client out of. But um, so uh, the client found these at a consignment store and was absolutely blown away that this happened because she didn't see that. She thought, oh, these homeowners are gonna want this. And that wasn't the case at all. And she was heartbroken because as she told me on the site, she says, I paid more for the trim, the Egyptian trim on these than they were asking at the consignment store. <laughs> so she, she bought them back. I think they're in her house now out of principle. But these are the things that happen when, when it's not done properly, when, when it is this. I, I was just at a home. They're gutting it. Uh, I, I, there was a dollar late too, too, too short, Steve, on that. I would have referred you, but I, they had already started ripping the cabinets. I asked the homeowner. He says, oh, yeah, the, the builders are taking this, and they're taking that, and he's taking that. And there's no value in it. If he had known up front that there was value, the homeowner, it wouldn't have gone to them because the last thing you want to do is have this be on eBay and it was in your, your mansion two weeks before and now you see it on eBay or on Craigslist and then word gets out that, you know, your Sub-Zero or your $10,000 this or that is being sold by somebody who you gave it to and you thought that they were going to do something nice with it, but they're just making a profit. And, and uh, when, when they are able to do it the right way, they get the tax deduction. There's a, a, some benefit to the community, to a nonprofit, and it's just handled a lot more professionally and, and everyone wins that way. You know, I think what Jim is talking about is really coming up with a better system, a best practice for homeowners. And I think a really good comparison is the automobile industry. You know, you buy a car, you use it for many years, you run up the miles to over 100,000 miles, and then you go to trade that car and you get value. And that car gets used by somebody else and then it becomes a parts car. And then when it no longer has any parts in it, the metal, the rubber, everything gets recycled out of the car. The automobile industry has done an amazing job of keeping everything recycled, reused. There's no waste. Now you take kitchen, bath, furniture industry. It's like 180 degrees of waste. There's no systems, there's no best practice. And, and many wealthy people They've gone through five, 10 renovations, relocations. Nobody ever offered them anything. It was all cost. It was, you know, they're throwing things out or they're having to sell things or give things away and they're getting no value. So what we're really talking about is a better system, an environmentally sound system, a financially sound system. And this is why we're really getting the attention of companies, individuals nationwide and they always say i wish somebody had told me about this 10 years ago i was talking to a celebrity football player's wife a few weeks ago she says i wish i knew about you five years ago and the thing is who's going to tell the high net worth individuals the celebrities the sports stars the movie stars because there are too many gatekeepers that don't know so jim and i our mission is to take on the country kind of single-handedly, we're gonna create this awareness, we're gonna get rid of these bad practices, we're gonna create these good practices, we're gonna to create tons of jobs, we're gonna create lots of good feeling, we're gonna help charities, and we're gonna make the place a better world by reducing the landfill waste, and everybody wins. 
all because we came up with a better idea. Right. Yeah. Indeed. Even in, in the logistics, Steve, looking forward as, as it grows and we get uh, more efficiencies on the trucks that we're using to get things from A to B. Uh, our My vision from the beginning was that if this really, uh, if we can educate people to the right way and we do it efficiently and, and whatnot, we're going to save a lot of CO2 uh, from emissions on trucking this stuff because uh, we, we can just handle it once. We can always have full trucks because the more people that buy into it that learn about this, uh, the, the, if, uh, the efficiency of scale. And as, as more people are using this, we, we do some of the stuff that we've done recently with you and it's part of, an, uh, of a tractor trailer. Instead of a partial, it, it's always going to be full. The more people that sign into it, the more benefit there is to the environment, the more efficiency and the more cost effective it's going to be as it scales up. And, and I, I see this being the new norm uh, moving forward. And I like what you said about the, the, this COVID. I don't think this, if this goes away, there'll be something else. And I think people are going to be a lot more smart about repurposing things versus buying new. And uh, they're going to find a way to, to make sure that it doesn't go to the landfill. And uh, it, it is going to create a lot of jobs. And Jim actually um, has a better name for an idea that we use. And, and it's interesting, Naples must be the epicenter for brilliance, because uh, that's where Jim is. But we came up with this idea in 2012, uh, and it's called Purchase Before Removal, where a kitchen, if, if we know about it in, in time, will be marketed on our website, and then it's purchased by a consumer, and then when the removal time comes, it ships directly from Naples to Ohio or to Maryland or to California. It doesn't have to go to a warehouse. And what Jim's talking about, about carbon friendly and saving CO2. And you know, I love your name better, Jim. It's home to home, you know? Home to home, right, yeah. Yeah, and the whole home to home concept, you know, if somebody's planning this, now obviously not every job has the timing, you know, some things happen last minute, but a lot more planning can happen. It's like, okay, I know I'm going to sell my home in 2021. I know I'm not going to take these hundred items. Let's get renovation angel, downsizing help, William C. Huff involved. All this stuff gets inventoried six months in advance. All this stuff is getting pre-sold to buyers. And then it's like, wow, it's just going out of your home and it's going directly to these buyers. And how efficient is that? in terms of, you know, for everybody involved. And also, if you have time to pre-sell it, you have time, you're gonna get the maximum value, which is better for everyone involved. So, you know, this is about planning. This is about a better idea. This is about ultimately saving the planet. Well, uh, Jim, any final thoughts, Steve? Yeah, I'll, I'll jump in uh, just on what Steve said, uh, looking to the future, this is, this is not, it's, it's a new concept, but it's not new principles. Uh, Steve has developed over the 12 years proven principles that work. We have cut our teeth over the past 10 years on major downsizing. We know everything that goes involved, we, it, and it is lengthy. I would say I think six months is cutting it tight. We, we are going to probably start pushing people to think two years, but that's that two years would be great. A year getting tight six months depends on how big the project is and what they want to do but uh that's where we're going i'm looking forward to seeing how this 
just in just a few months of really working with Steve on this this basic partnership, we've seen things really mushroom in just a, just a few months, and uh, I, I think this is going to be a, a trend, and I think it's going to be very very exciting to see what we can do. Uh, to help others uh, help our environment and help themselves and uh, our community in many, many ways. And I, I want to end on this thought. Um, Jim, you'll probably remember we had this conversation around the holidays. You were talking about all the infrastructure that exists between trucking companies, moving companies, storage centers, contractors, remodelers. And this was before the pandemic. And you know, after the pandemic, there's a lot more infrastructure. There are a lot of people out of work. And this really is a way to take the, all this inventory, you're talking trillions of dollars of inventory. That's Almost 30 there. trillion, yeah. 30 trillion. So $30 trillion worth of inventory. It's already been manufactured. It's probably more quality. Much of the stuff is better quality than you're gonna buy you know, new, cheaply made inventory. From, from not a, a good manufacturing facility. And, and you know, so we're really talking about a whole level of repurposing, not just repurposing goods, but repurposing people's businesses, repurposing people's careers. So we're gonna create a whole industry around downsizing, recycling, repurposing with the inventory that's already there. And so this is, has a whole nother layer of benefit for the planet and for people. Perfect. Couldn't say it better. Thanks. Thanks. Gentlemen, yeah, I appreciate you both uh, uh, joining me today uh, for a special episode of A Little on the Long Side. And as I mentioned earlier, we'll make sure and have some contact information on both williamseahoff.com and renovationangel.com uh, where you can make some phone calls or at least do some, some general research into your upcoming downsize and how downsizing it help can assist you. Uh, so thank you for joining us as always, and we will see you on the next one. Thanks, thank you, John. John.